You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go downstairs and inside the coach's office. You know, my mind is on our team. Right before tip-off, here's David Locke with head coach Quinn Snyder. It's the Quinn Snyder Coaches Show. Welcome back, FedEx Forum, Memphis, Tennessee. It's time to talk with head coach Quinn Snyder and the Quinn Snyder Coaches Show. Coach, if I may, I'd like to go back to the game against Brooklyn. After the game, you talked about the competitiveness of the group. From a coach's perspective, is that the re- actually when it gets down to it, the single item that's probably more important than almost anything else out there, that you have a group that collectively will compete at that level? I, I think it is. You know, um, the only other thing I would add is just unselfishness. But I, you, you just said, I think the key is that, you know, you compete together. And <clears throat> so if a guy's not having a good night shooting, you know, his thought is not – you know, I'm not making my shot. You compete another way. You defend. You know, you go to the basket. Whatever it is that you can do to help the team win. So embedded in that really is the unselfishness. You know, and it's hard to compete every play. Like, you know, it's one of those, like, hey, people at home thing. You know, you're these guys get tired. They get emotionally drained. You can get down you know, when things don't go your way and to be able to just grind through, you're down 15 at half, you're on a back-to-back, you know, do you start thinking about what time you got in the, the last night and give yourself an out? Yeah. And so to fight all those, you know, natural human emotions, um, I, I think the collective, the, the strength of the group is one of the things that helps you do that because you don't want to let your teammates down. Rewatching that game, the thing that jumped out to me was how much energy Donovan Mitchell is extending. In this case, defensive end, chasing Joe Harris, getting through some picks. It was a really big play where he was right on Harris, and Rudy popped out, and Harris couldn't get his three off on a set play out of a timeout. What are you seeing from him, not just the point scoring, but just the overall energy? Well, I think it, it kind of it, it seeps out of the first question. It's it's his competitiveness in, in other aspects of the game. And I think the first thing is there's situations where you're, you don't even realize that there's an opportunity to compete. You know, it's when Tony Bradley tips something in on the foul line. You know, like most of the time guys don't go to the boards. Maybe a select few do, um, but there's a situation where you can compete. Um, in Donovan's case, you know, a lot asked of him offensively. And last year trying to continue to build, there's only so many things you can kind of hold in your conscious mind and, and make important. Um, so th- th- those priorities, defense has become, you know, a priority for him. And you can see that with the way he's playing. And he's, you know, he's still attacking on offense too. And that's really, you know, when people ask about his development, you know, it, it is his defense, but it's his mindset and competing on you know, he wants to do it on every play and he knows when he doesn't and that's how you get better tonight's an incredible night for mike conley returning here what do you think it shows the rest of the team about who mike conley is or what they might be able to do in their career 
You know, I, I think they know who he is. You know, I, I haven't just having been around him, but there's no question. It, it's you're seeing him through other people's eyes, um, and particularly, you know, I, there aren't. I don't. I don't know the number. I know. You know, he obviously played with Jaron Jackson last year. Valanciunas was traded during the year, so he played with him for a window. You know, Brooks. But for the most part, it's a new team, you know, and I don't think there's anybody that he played with for an extended period of time that's still left. So um, it's you walk through the gym and he's you see how people interact with him. You know, the, the people that, you know, have been here as long as he has in the arena, the concessions, the ushers, you know, all the, the people that are a part of this organization that appreciate him and what he's given to them over time. And I. It's an opportunity for that to be recognized, and I, I think Mike's such a level-headed guy that he appreciates it. But you know, I, I don't see it being a distraction in any way, shape, or form. I, I wondered if he'd ever stayed at the hotel we were in last night. He said he had not, but he said it was the best night's sleep he's had in weeks. So that is head coach Quinn Snyder. Now let's go over here from Taylor Jenkins. Taylor, when you say year one, do you have a vision of like what pieces you're putting in in year two and year three? Do you go that far out or? No, I'm just a, I'm a day at a time kind of guy. Um, obviously, you know, there's a big picture approach where we want sustained success. We want to get back in the playoffs. We want to bring championships to Memphis. Uh, but it takes one day approaches. And if we can keep our, you know, staff on that, but especially our players focus on just the daily commitment to how they're going to get better every single day, how they play together, how we want to compete every single day. That's our main focus. And then, you know, we'll obviously reevaluate come year two. We think Quinn probably wears his G League gear more than he wears any of his NBA gear. <laughs> what is the pride that being in the G League kind of carries through for everyone? Yeah, I think there's great pride. I mean, there's so much that you go through, um, you know, just you just get back to your roots about just teaching and that's one of the great things I learned about Coach Snyder was you know of course you're in an environment where guys are waiting for their next opportunities and, but if you can just focus on teaching helping them truly get better as individual players individual people uh, he you know took me under his wing tried to help me be a, a better coach and you know all the travel stories and you know the randomness and chaos of the G League with rosters changing and travel stories you know it's something to go back and you know write some D League diaries we've said sometimes um, but you enjoy those moments you really embrace it, you know, a smaller outfit, smaller resources, and you really benefit greatly if you take full advantage of it. Does this include pigeons hitting buses and all that? Yeah, pheasants. Pheasants, pheasants. yeah. Pheasants. Uh, trying to avoid some floods and pheasants cracking through, and, you know, you look back and look at the players, and they got a smile on their face, so like, let's keep going, you know, move on to the next thing, and, um, you know, we'll definitely remember that one forever.